Why has Triple H been so successful? Why is Triple H running WWE better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard on Monday and Friday night? Long-term booking. going on guys thank you so very much for joining me right here on off the script this is your monday night raw post show for february 5th 2024 i am your host jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots venue thank you guys so very much for joining me on your monday evenings wherever you may be no for those that have asked in the chat already no this is not a new microphone this is still my Tried and true, SM7B, I just changed the filter from black to red because it's Monday and red is Monday Night Raw. I got one for SmackDown too. I'll give you a guess as to what the fucking color is. Knowing you guys, you'll probably tell me it's fucking purple. Because nobody seems to understand the difference between a work and a shoot in the community. I don't even know where to begin, man. First of all, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody that has joined me on this unbelievable journey that was the last 72 hours. I've never seen growth like this. In all my years on the channel, I don't know why. I just put out content. You like it? Great. You don't like it? Kiss my ass. But I want to thank you guys for all of the tremendous support. I mean, the numbers we're doing are, 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 are legendary for the fucking show, man. Honestly, I mean, we're breaking records left and right. Personal records, that is. Not the biggest creator in this space by any stretch of the imagination, but... When I see we gained over 2,000 subs in the last two and a half days because of this Rock and Cody Rhodes dilemma, I ain't complaining, man. I ain't complaining. Hopefully you guys enjoy what you see. Hopefully you enjoy what you hear. We all love professional wrestling here. I'm as passionate as anybody in the community. And I appreciate you guys joining me, whether it is your first time here or you are a OTS VIP. Thank you guys very much for all your support. Blew me away. WrestleMania's main event is not confirmed. By any stretch at all. WrestleMania is not confirmed. Michael Cole and WWE pounded that into your skulls tonight. WrestleMania is not confirmed. Even though after Friday... Cody Rhodes basically was sent out there to be The Rock's bitch, honestly. And he basically handed over his title shot. I don't know if the company is really that stupid. I would like to think not. But we've seen WWE through this same song and dance They're going to do what they think is best 
and they don't give a shit about the fans. Cody gave up his spot to The Rock. He said so himself. Friday night, Cody said word for word, Roman, I'm coming for you. Pause. I'm coming for you and that title. But not at WrestleMania. That's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. So when exactly are we getting this title shot, Cody? You won the Royal Rumble. You won the biggest match on the road to WrestleMania. Probably the biggest match in WWE that's done all year is the Royal Rumble. Cody joins an elite group of people who have won the Royal Rumble back-to-back years. Cody gets the opportunity to decide what title he wants. It's not, you know, process of elimination. It's not let this guy come in by basically doing nothing and swoop on in and take his title shot. No, no, no. No, Cody won the Royal Rumble, and Cody has the fortunate circumstance to choose whatever he wants. It's like a kid in a candy store. It's like a kid in a candy store, man. You go to the ice cream shop. Cody's got two fucking flavors here. Two flavors. You got vanilla, which is Seth Rollins and that loser's bracket title, or you got double mint chocolate chip or whatever your favorite ice cream is. My favorite is chocolate chip cookie dough. Love me a good cookie dough. That would be Roman's title. Now, you're not going to walk into the fucking ice cream shop and have the shop owner say, hey, man, I got these two flavors, but I'm giving you vanilla, but I don't want vanilla. Can I get sprinkles on top? Nah. Can I get whipped cream on? Nah, 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 no whipped cream. No whipped cream. I I think you need to lose weight. How about some M&M's, some Reese's Pieces? Something on top. I don't want just plain vanilla. Yeah, sorry, man. That, that's all you get, man. Go see the hot broad at checkout. She'll put it in a nice to-go cup for you. There you go, man. I'll see you later. No, no, it doesn't work that way, man. It doesn't work that way. Cody has the chance, the opportunity to choose whatever he wants. WWE made a mockery of the Royal Rumble. They basically told Cody... You can't go after this title because Dwayne's got that one tied up, but we're going to give you this one, the one that you don't want. Basically, he told everybody he didn't want Seth Rollins' title, but they're going to give it to him anyway. After that, you saw the look on Cody's face. I mean, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. You guys call it Jimmy's? What is this I'm hearing, man? Jimmy's. What's a Jimmy? I frequent South Jersey, man. I got a place in Atlantic City. I go to the ice cream shop. Yeah, can I get sprinkles on that? Yo, you mean Jimmy's? No, no, fucking sprinkles. Jimmy's. What the fuck's a Jimmy? Ridiculous. Anyway. Cody. The look on his face on Friday was so bad. WWE had to edit it out of the clip that they put on YouTube. This man was destroyed, man, like he, like Pharaoh was lost and gone forever. A broken man was Cody Rhodes, man. The tears were about to 
fall from his face like Niagara Falls. Then we get to Monday. We got to go through all this weekend, people arguing, we want Cody, we want Rocky. I'm blowing up over here. I don't give a fuck who gets what as long as my numbers are good, man. I want Cody because it makes sense. We get to Monday and I put out a tweet before Monday Night Raw. St. Louis better show up. They better show up tonight. And Cody needs to explain himself because what he did on Friday, it made Cody look like a fucking loser. Whether you want to admit it or not, I love Cody, but they made him look like a loser. Perception is everything. If WWE constantly tells you Cody's not the guy, they're taking this away from him for a second year in a row, he's going after the loser's bracket title, he's wrestling the second best champion in the company, he's going to be second best. You know, you keep nailing that narrative home, people are going to start realizing that Cody is second best. You should be doing everything in your power to making sure that Cody is number one, treated like a number one, going after the number one. I didn't like what they did. It was one of the worst creative blunders in the history of the company. Cody didn't say anything tonight. He didn't explain why he gave Rock his title, t- his title shot. Not a single iota of an explanation. Seth Rollins is out there begging like a fucking hooker on Atlantic Avenue for a title match against Cody Rhodes. I mean, Seth Rollins is coming off uber desperate here. He needs the match because he has to beat Cody Rhodes. Brother, let me tell you something. You lost three straight to Cody. One match in a cell with a fully torn pectoral muscle. I think that ship has sailed. Nobody wants to see that again. Seth knows it. Cody knows it. Paul Levesque knows it. Rock, hopefully, knows it. And everybody up that ladder at TKO should fucking know it. Nobody wants to see that match. You drummed it into our heads for a year and a half that Seth Rollins is holding... The third most prestigious title in the company because above it are the Universal Championships and the WWE Championship. That's exactly what he is. Seth Rollins had his main event go up in smoke when CM Punk tore his tricep. Done. We'll cross that bridge when CM Punk gets healthy. I don't give a shit what Rollins does at WrestleMania. Now it's all about Finishing the story. It's all about the top priority right now. And that is getting that title off of Roman Reigns. I don't give a shit how. I don't give a shit in what capacity it's done. I don't give a shit. The title needs to be taken off of Roman Reigns. I don't know one single solitary human being that wants to sit through another four months, five months... Of Roman Reigns off of television making sporadic appearances once every eight weeks with Paul Heyman calling Siri, Siri, call Roman Reigns. That's good creative to you. 
That's your level of WWE creative, maybe in the old administration. But we should be aiming for bigger and better things under the Paul Levesque administration. Not call fucking Roman Reigns. Cody needs to win that championship no matter what at WrestleMania. We got no explanation. Michael Cole all through the night. Is Cody going to choose Roman? We'll find out on Thursday. Cody didn't tell Seth Rollins, yes. He didn't tell Drew McIntyre anything. WWE conveniently trotted Drew McIntyre out there as a nice little distraction to the overall Rock Cody dilemma. That's who Seth Rollins' opponent's going to be at WrestleMania. That's who Seth Rollins' opponent should be at WrestleMania. Have people up and down on Twitter, oh, that's not a WrestleMania match. Who the fuck are you to tell me that Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins isn't a WrestleMania match? We've seen a lot worse over the years. Believe me. Drew McIntyre settling into a match with Seth Rollins isn't so bad for Seth Rollins when his opponent was CM Punk. Drew McIntyre is doing the best work of his WWE career right now. Why is that looked at as such a bad thing? By the looks of it, it looks like WWE might be correcting one of the biggest creative blunders of the modern era. And we will find out on Thursday. Now, supposedly, I don't know, don't quote me on this. There are conflicting reports that there were, we want Cody signs being handed out at the arena tonight in St. Louis. I don't know if they were fan-made. I don't know if WWE handed them out so that they could be seen on camera. I don't. I guess we'll find out all that information tomorrow. But if WWE didn't want it to be seen on television, they would have confiscated those signs immediately before Monday Night Raw went on the air. Just let that one sink in. WWE is not going to allow something on their television for three hours if they didn't want it there. So no matter if it was Finn made or if WWE handed those signs to people there tonight, WWE allowed it to be there and WWE wanted it to be seen. Simple. I don't know what the arguments are online. Oh, it's fans handing it out. Oh, it's WWE handing it out. Who gives a shit? Did you see them? Were they on television? I saw them. WWE allowed them to be there. Get over it. It's not some big conspiracy theory. It's all playing into the plan. WWE wants you to believe this is the original plan. This is not the original plan. Do not believe, do not listen, and do not shake your head like a fucking yes man to any of these content creators that tell you otherwise. This is not a work. This is a shoot. This is a shoot that WWE is now forced into 
making into a work. I don't understand the narrative out there on social media. Oh, you're all being worked. Who's being worked? The only one working here should be Dwayne to fix his fucking blunder. We're not being worked. I'm gladly seated in my chair, ready to go for the ride. Take me and take me on a great thrill ride, man. Like you're on a fucking roller coaster. I want to enjoy myself. Give me a beverage. Give me a fucking nice snack. I want to enjoy every different aspect and all the different chapters that we get from here on the way to Philadelphia. But this isn't a work. This is a shoot that WWE is now needing to turn into a work. That's what people don't understand. We've been through this already. We've been through this legitimately 10 years ago with somebody by the name of Daniel Bryan. WWE left him out of the Royal Rumble in 2014 when all anybody wanted was Daniel Bryan in the Rumble coming out at number 30. You know who came out at number 30? Rey Mysterio. You know what happened to Rey Mysterio? He got booed out of the building. Do you know who won that Royal Rumble? I don't really care to mention it because it gives me fucking chills. Bad ones. Just even reiterating it. Vince wanted a Batista-Randy Orton main event that year. That's exactly what you were going to get because that's what he wanted. He didn't understand Brian. He didn't get why someone like Brian was so over. He didn't understand the yes movement. Everybody else did. WWE forced a change for the better. Daniel Bryan in 2014 wasn't a work all along. They left him out of the Royal Rumble. That wasn't by design. Literally the same thing. Literally. I don't understand why people are claiming this is a work. No, it's not. It wasn't a work then and it's not a work now. WWE shot, missed, and then worked it into their own narrative. WWE wanted you to think that what they were doing was the plan all along because WWE can never admit that they are wrong about anything. The big old bad WWE, the number one promotion in all of the world when it comes to professional wrestling. Oh, we can't be wrong, pal. Doesn't matter who's in charge. Vince, Bruce, Paul Levesque, Rock. Doesn't matter. You could sit there and tell me I'm the biggest Triple H dick rider in the entire community. WWE operates the same way, no matter who's in charge. The product is better, but the mentality is always the same. They're right. We're wrong. You do what we want. It's always been their mentality. No matter what they want to spew to you, no matter what Triple H wants to tell you, we do it for the fans. No, they don't. They didn't do it for the fans in 2014. Otherwise, Daniel Bryan would have won the Royal Rumble. 
You know how great of a moment that would have been? No, but they wanted Batista and Randy Orton in the main event of WrestleMania. It was only then that the crowd reactions were on the level of Rock and Austin in those arenas. You guys remember Providence, Rhode Island in the steel cage with Bray Wyatt? How do you look at that and not have that man win the Royal Rumble? WWE purposely left him out. Not because it was part of the plan, because they didn't understand it and they didn't want it. They thought what they were doing was going to be justified and wanted by the fan base. They were wrong. Take everything that you saw then and apply it to what Dwayne did here. Dwayne's ego is so inflated. It's on the level of Vince McMahon. Dwayne's ego is so inflated. He thought because he coins himself as the people's champion, he thought he could do no wrong. His ego is so inflated that he thought he could get one by Cody Rhodes and use that nice, pretty smile of his and that good guy charm to weasel himself into a main event while waiting for Cody Rhodes to finish his story. Didn't work that way. The Rock joined the TKO Board of Directors on January 3rd. It was at that point, we found this out this week, it was at that point, upon joining the TKO Board of Directors, which he took Vince McMahon's spot, conveniently, Vince got ousted by the Wall Street Journal again. Shit on Janelle Grant legitimately came out. And Rock was appointed as the newest member of the board. While Vince stepped down that same week. January 3rd, they promised him $30 million in stock. And they promised him a match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Do you know what WWE went and did? Do you know what WWE, Dwayne, Ari Emanuel, Nick Khan, and all the people that made this stupid decision, you know what they went and did? They allowed Cody Rhodes to win the Royal Rumble after already promising behind closed doors, Dwayne, $30 million in a match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Meanwhile, Cody Rhodes just won the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes just pointed up to Roman Reigns in the skybox at the end of WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes then comes out on Friday and tells Roman Reigns he wants the world title. His world title. He wants to take everything away from him. He wants that title because his father had it taken away from him and he wants to do his family proud. If The Rock was guaranteed a match with Roman Reigns, who we all knew was going to be challenged by Cody Rhodes... At WrestleMania, if The Rock was guaranteed that match, why didn't The Rock come out at number 30 and win the Royal Rumble then? At least it would have played into the narrative by these fucking feeble-minded buffoons in the community that it would have been a work. If Rock was promised a match with Roman and no one else knew... And then he came out at number 30 in the Royal Rumble to win the Rumble and then challenge Roman. That would have been a work, folks. The fact that Cody 
won the Rumble, and he didn't know that hand-shook deals were being made away from the creative direction of the company to win the Rumble, point at Roman. Meanwhile, Rock is the one who's promised Roman. That is a shoot, folks. Dwayne thought that everyone wanted to see The Rock and Roman at WrestleMania 40. We want to see it at WrestleMania, not WrestleMania 40. We want to see it when it makes sense. All these years, all these years, how long has it been? Three years? Four years? We've gotten the narrative, oh, Rock and Roman, Rock and Roman. Couldn't do it too early on in Roman's run because he wasn't really established as the tribal chief yet. But once you start getting into WrestleMania 38, WrestleMania 39, then it makes sense. WrestleMania 39 was the perfect WrestleMania for it to take place. I don't understand Rock's logic here. This is all a shoot. The Rock does what The Rock wants. He does it when he wants to do it. There's no way Rock can sit in front of a board and explain to them that it makes sense now. It made sense last year. But you know what? They didn't want to do it last year because it wasn't It wasn't WrestleMania 40. We need to sell the company first. It needs to be under the TKO banner and have it be their first WrestleMania. Or whatever the excuse was. The cards weren't lined up. Blah, blah, blah. You know what was lined up, Dwayne? The most important aspect of the entire thing. Story. Story. WrestleMania 39 was the picture-perfect event for Roman and Dwayne to take place. They passed on it. They gave you Cody Rhodes instead and opted to tell that story. And they strung you along all year because that was the story they were going to take into WrestleMania 40. Nobody knew what Dwayne wanted to do until three weeks before the Royal Rumble behind closed doors when he took the seat on the board of directors. Cody didn't know Nobody knew, but Dwayne knew, and Dwayne asserted his power, inflated his ego even more, and fucked not only Cody, he fucked Seth Rollins, he fucked the world championship, he fucked WWE, and he fucked Cody Rhodes, big time. And Triple H, who had nothing to do with this creative decision because his hands were tied. This is all a shoot. A shoot. For all the people claiming, oh no, you're being worked. No, we're not. WWE shot themselves into a work. That was the plan. Rock thought he was going to get by and everything was going to be all right because he's the people's champ. Let me tell you something, Dwayne. You're not the people's champ anymore, brother. Clearly, Cody Rhodes is the people's champion. How do the fans know what's best for the company? And Mr. Dwayne Johnson doesn't know what the company certainly needs at this stage of the game. 
in their most important season all year. He thinks they need him. He thinks he needs to save WrestleMania. You could sit there and spin the narrative how WWE is going to take you on a story-driven ride. WWE is working you. This was the plan all along. No, it wasn't. It was never the plan. The plan was for Roman and Rock at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes? Yeah, we'll just give you to Seth Rollins to challenge for the loser's bracket title. They didn't give a fuck about Cody. All they had on their minds was Rock getting what he wants. And how do we take the news feed away from Vince McMahon? It blew up in their face. Now, with the backlash that they've gotten, now they need to work to solidify a fix. That's not us being worked at all. That's WWE trying to course correct while also saving face. And WWE at this point will never admit that they're wrong, but I'm here to tell all 5,000 of you here that WWE was in the wrong. I don't know who the fuck is watching me in that company. I don't know if Dwayne is ever going to get a hold of this. I don't know who you are, what level you are in that company. If you're watching me, I want you to listen to me and listen to me very closely. The company was wrong. And I will do everything in my power to go on my platform and express that vehemently. I didn't stand for it in 2014. And now 10 years better, 10 years wiser, 10 years, the best fucking show in this goddamn community. I'm certainly not going to back down now because 51-year-old Dwayne Johnson wants to project himself into the main event while ruining the fucking story that this company's built over the last two fucking years. Doesn't work that way. And it's not going to work that way, especially on this show. You want to go listen to Denise? You want to go listen to Sap? Who want to fucking fill your goddamn ears with, oh, I think Rock should be there. I don't give a shit what anybody says. At all. At all. When it's wrong, if it's wrong, I will let you know. Stop telling me. And stop telling everybody that this was a work. The only people claiming it's a work are the people that want to be at the front of the line to finger point at you and tell you that you were wrong. Ha ha ha, you were wrong. You got worked and you got angry over nothing. Now we got angry over the right things. Rock's ego tried to destroy WrestleMania. That's what we're upset about. We're upset that this match should have taken place last year. If you wanted Roman to go on this historic run and he was going to hold the title into this year, why didn't you have him wrestle The Rock last year with Cody finishing his story this year? Oh, we got to do everything on Dwayne's time. No, it don't work that way. 
I don't give a shit who Dwayne is. I don't give a shit how big The Rock is. I don't give a shit how the company's got to bend over backwards to appease Dwayne. There are things that need to be done first before we feed Rock's ego. Rock hasn't been there for how long? When was the last time he genuinely wrestled a fucking match? Eric Rowan? If you want to call that a match. John Cena. You think after all that time you could just waltz on in without being an on-air character, spew a few Rudy Pooh candy ass fucking one-liners that are fucking cringe as we look at it in our adult life? It's the same fucking promo every time. The same promo we cut on Jinder, he cut on Austin Theory. Ha ha ha. Excuse me for not laughing. You think you can waltz on in here and just disrupt the system because you are the rock. I'm sorry, partner. There are people in place that need to feed first. You wait your turn. Your turn was last year, but you opted to not go along with it. Now it's Cody's turn. You know when the rock's turn is next year. WrestleMania 41. That's when it's going to make the most sense. You want to know why? Because the title won't be on the line. And Cody will have already ended Roman and would be the WWE champion. That's when it makes sense. It didn't make sense at 36. It didn't make sense at 37. It didn't make sense at 38. It made sense at 39. He didn't want to do it then. In your backyard of Los Angeles, of all places. Probably one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. You didn't want to do it then. You're a long gamer, you say, huh? So go ahead and be Mr. Long Gamer on into WrestleMania 41. This is Cody's game. It's not Dwayne's. And for all the people claiming Triple H had a hand in this, Triple H's hands are tied. There's a pecking order in WWE. It goes from Ari Emanuel to The Rock to Nick Khan to Triple H and then Bruce Pritchard. And then everybody below that. The Triple H is looking up at Nick Khan, The Rock, and Ari Emanuel as his superiors. Triple H is looking at The Rock as his boss. They made this decision behind closed doors. Triple H had nothing to do with it. So I'm going to tell you once again, stop making excuses for terrible creative. Hold them accountable for what they did. The fact that they're trying to fix it, which by all accounts, they are. Signs being handed out, sign whether they're being handed out by fans or WWE is a moot point. It doesn't matter. If they're on TV, WWE allows them to be on TV, whether there are signs in the crowd, whether they're still holding off judgment to give you confirmation on what the main events are going to be. Michael Cole could sit there on commentary and spew whatever narrative he wants. They clearly haven't come up with a decision. And the reason why they haven't come up with a decision is because we made enough noise for them to say, hey, are the plans that we have in place, the right plans. 
No, they're not. So now we need to use everybody's favorite word this weekend, pivot, and go back to including Cody. The Rock's ego was bruised. That's why plans are in place to potentially make a change. How can the people's champion come out there and be booed and still call himself the people's champion? I dare Rock to take this match with Roman and go to WrestleMania 40 in the main event with no Cody Rhodes. I dare you. Because 2015, I am sure, I am absolutely, unequivocally, 100% positive that that moment never left Roman and that moment never left Dwayne. I still think about that moment and I get instant gratification looking back at that moment. The Rock's face in that moment is ingrained in my memory until the day I die. You all thought what you were doing then was right. In Philadelphia, of all places. Magnify that crowd by another 60,000. The People's Champion doesn't want to go into WrestleMania and get fucking booed out of the building. You don't want another 2015 Royal Rumble. You don't want another WrestleMania inside Madison Square Garden with Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg. I will tell you that right now. Perception is everything. Rock's ego was bruised. He doesn't want to go into that having his face look like a fucking... Mike Tyson boxing match. I'll tell you that right now. That match goes on without Cody involved in some way, shape, or form. Or if that event that weekend goes on and Cody is wrestling Seth Rollins that has nothing to do with either of those two men, that match is absolutely going to get slaughtered. But you think Philadelphia is fucking around that weekend? If there's one thing I know about Philadelphia is that they don't fuck around. I would love for Dwayne to fuck around and find out in Philadelphia. While the Cody movement grows and grows and grows over the next seven weeks. Do it. Small part of me wants the fucking utter chaos and destruction. Because I know everybody's going to come here and see what I have to say. I love it. Absolutely love it. WWE needs to do one thing and one thing only here on Thursday. I don't know how we get Cody involved because clearly they haven't made a decision. Cody didn't tell Rollins yes. McIntyre's clearly lobbying for a match. He's telling Cody, go challenge Roman. That's the title your father wanted you to have. They're clearly rerouting the plan. McIntyre and Rollins is suitable for WrestleMania. I promise you. But Cody, how do we get Cody involved? Part of me wants what may not ever happen on Thursday, where they announce one of two things in my picture-perfect world. Rock explains... That he's going to wrestle Roman at WrestleMania dot 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 41. And then he explains that Cody's going to have his moment this year. 
You don't even need to do that. Cody should be the one doing the talking. Never mind Dwayne. Dwayne's done enough talking. Well, the lack thereof, he did enough without saying much of anything. All Cody needs to say is that, hey, Rock, I thought about it. I'm rescinding. I'm not giving you my title shot. I want Roman. You want Roman. I want Roman. We got a problem. I don't know why WWE doesn't get creative and string this along over weeks of television. Have Cody talk to Seth. Have Cody talk to legends in pro wrestling. Bring in DDP. Get his brother there. Have CM Punk show up on TV and have a heart-to-heart, face-to-face with Cody Rhodes and tell him exactly what he's went through with Dwayne. That'd be massive. Have Cody get on board with everybody trying to convince him that what he did was wrong. That would be a great way to spin it. At that point, you make up for the fact that you made him look like a fucking idiot. You made him look stupid by giving up his WrestleMania title shot, the one he wanted. You would fix a lot of things if you just string this along and now correct your mistake and turn it into a storyline. I don't know if they're going to do that. This press conference on Thursday seems to hold the keys to the answers that we're looking for. I don't know what's going to be said there. In a perfect world, Rock would be the special guest referee after Cody explains to Rock, I don't want to give up my title shot. I want Roman. I'm taking Roman at WrestleMania. That would be great. Rock would thwart off the bloodline. Cody wins the title. We get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania next year. The priority here should be taking the title off of Roman. Not getting Rock in the main event of an already sold-out WrestleMania that's going to do massive numbers for WWE across all social media on Peacock, and it's going to be an economic boom for the city of Philadelphia. We don't need Dwayne to enhance any of that when it was already a given that WWE was going to shatter records and Philly was going to have a great weekend. Or we get a triple threat match, which is not really my ideal match at WrestleMania. What do we do with Rollins? I don't know. Figure it out. I don't really give a shit. Now that Punk is off the table, I don't really give a shit what Rollins does. At this point, without Rollins having a clear-cut opponent, I'm all for Damian Priest cashing in the fucking briefcase. Give me Rollins and give me McIntyre and have Damian Priest come in and do exactly what Rollins did at WrestleMania when Reigns and Lesnar were in the ring. Make it a triple threat match and have him walk out with the championship. I don't give a shit. You want to give me Rollins, Sammy, and McIntyre in a triple threat match? Fine. Do that. But then we'll run the risk of having two night one, night two main events, both being a triple threat match. Nobody wants that. Certainly looks like WWE is setting up Rock, Roman, and Cody in a triple threat match. Not really my ideal way of doing things. The only way out, in my honest opinion, is for Cody to rescind his offer, tell Rocky wants Roman, and then management steps in 
because they're not going to tell no to Dwayne. And Dwayne gets Roman on night one. He loses. This talk about Dwayne beating Roman, that needs to be fucking buried quickly. There's no way that you're going to bring Rock in to beat Roman. That doesn't work that way. Rock and Roman on night one, and then Cody and Roman night two, with Cody beating Roman. All this fucking bullshit about triple threat, Rock beating Roman, this shit happening at the chamber where he takes the title off of Roman at the chamber and cashes in his his Royal Rumble win at the chamber or takes a rain check and does it at SummerSlam or maybe WWE runs the garden. There is no clear way to do it but a triple threat or a mega first time ever Roman wrestling on night one and on night two. Nobody wants to see Roman hold the championship past WrestleMania. Nobody wants to see Cody cash in his contract at the chamber because that would basically render the Royal Rumble fucking meaningless. And no rain check for SummerSlam because it would also render the Royal Rumble useless. No unification match either. No Cody beating Rollins and taking the title and unifying it with Romans. No. Now, why would we do that? They just created this thing a year and a half ago. Now you want to fucking just get rid of it altogether? WWE tonight planted seeds for them possibly correcting one of the biggest creative blunders in the history of the company. This is easily on par with WWE doing what they did to Daniel Bryan in 2014. I don't know if it's as bad, but it's certainly, it's certainly in the same category of terrible. They are clearly trying to fix this problem. That was their initial plan. This was a shoot. This is what they wanted. And now they shot, The Rock missed, and now he's trying to fix the problem because The Rock can't stand to have his ego bruised in any way. The poor people's champion is no longer the champion of the people. They all want Cody Rhodes. If The Rock and Roman is made official without Cody Rhodes on Thursday, that doesn't mean Cody can't be added. I want to let everybody know that as well. All because we get what we get on Thursday and Cody's not involved, that doesn't mean that they can't still add Cody. I don't know why, because he won the Royal Rumble. Anybody else coming up with any way to get him in there, he doesn't need to do anything. He's already earned it. So if you don't add him on Thursday... Why would you wait to add him after Thursday? He's already earned it. So add him. If it's a triple threat, if you want to if you want to announce a double main event where Roman wrestles twice, had people come at me with that one this week. Oh, you want the champion who's never there to wrestle twice in the same weekend? Yeah, I do. 
It's not like he can't do it. And it makes sense. So why not? I didn't ask for this. WWE backed themselves into this fucking corner. Now, if that's one of the options, WWE is going to be forced to take that option because of the mistakes that they made. It has nothing to do with us. We all wanted Cody and Roman. Save WrestleMania my balls. WrestleMania doesn't need to be saved. What a blatant, disrespectful slap in the face of that fucking roster. Save WrestleMania. From who? You want to save WrestleMania because Vince is in the headlines and no one's talking about WrestleMania. I get it. But at the end of the day, Vince and that story, when WrestleMania is over, what do you think we're going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about Vince McMahon and his wild sexcapades with John Laryngitis. It's not going to go away. The more you cover it up, that doesn't mean it goes away and it gets less dirty. No. So if Cody's going to be added, add him on Thursday. Whether it's a triple threat or we do a double major main event with Roman Wrestling on both night one and night two. So stop telling me it's a work. The only people that are claiming it's a work are the people that want to point the finger and prove that everybody who got angry at this were wrong. Ha ha, look, they're working you. No, they're not. The only people that are working are WWE, Dwayne, Ari, Nick, Khan, working to correct the fucking mistake that they made because it blew up in their face. Maybe next time you won't take the fucking roster for granted. We're going to get into Monday Night Raw, which I thought was a piss-poor show tonight. Absolutely nothing on this show mattered outside of the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match, which crowned number one contenders on the Monday Night Raw side. And they will now go to SmackDown and challenge the number one contenders over there for the right to wrestle Judgment Day at the Elimination Chamber. And then Gunther, with major implications for what he may be doing at WrestleMania, Gunther confronted by Jay Uso. We may be looking at our Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. But I already hear the boo birds in the back. Well, JD, what about Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso? You can take that and shove it up your fucking pee hole. Nobody gives a shit. I'm not really in favor of Jay Uso beating Gunther. But if you were to give me a fucking option of Jay Uso Gunther or Jay Uso Jimmy Uso, I'm taking option A. And then Cody Rhodes wrestled Shinsuke Nakamura in one of the absolutely most nonsensical and irrelevant matches that you will see all year. Bull rope match with Nakamura. Nobody gives a shit. This show sucked. All we want is WWE on the right path to WrestleMania. We didn't get that. Now we got to wait till Thursday for them to make the next wrong decision in this WrestleMania season. Thank you guys for joining me here on the show. Really appreciate you. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. 
Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. We are less than 500 away from 155,000 subscribers. It was a mere 48 hours ago. We were at 152. You guys are awesome. It's like people are finally waking up and saying, man, JD's a great podcaster, man. He's a great content creator. Oh, man, what have I been missing out on? I don't know. Who looks like us? Who sounds like us? Who does it better than us? Nobody. Thank you guys for being here, man. Tonight's show sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, code JD at checkout. You're going to sign up and get your free sample. All you need to do is pay the $5 shipping and handling. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206 on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Again, hit that subscribe button down below. We already broke 1,000 likes. Can we try for two? Thousands likes today on the Monday Night Raw post. And please make sure you guys go check out all the other videos on the channel. There is plenty of content. We've had you covered on this Dwayne Cody situation all weekend, man, with more coming tomorrow. Thank you guys for all the support. As always. Monday Night Raw started off with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I will not waste your time here. We went over exactly what we needed to discuss. That was basically the crux of the show. Cody, Drew, and Rollins. I will pick it up after what Drew said to both Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes here. So they're all in the ring. We all expected Cody to give us an explanation on what happened on Friday. We did not. Loud Cody chants. There were, we want Cody, Rocky sucks chants. Loud ones. Kind of sounded to me like WWE was trying to dumb them down, but they still filtered through. So good on St. Louis for letting their voices be heard. So... Seth Rollins called out the Rocky Sucks chant. He said, is it 1996 all over again? Again, they were loud, but I feel like WWE was trying to dumb them down. Seth said, I got to be honest with you. I didn't think we were going to hear that. Cody had a poker face on there, uh, out there. He didn't really uh, smirk or smile or play into the fact of anything. He was just stone cold out there. Drew entered and he said... I think I speak on behalf of everybody when I say, what the hell? He says they are potentially going to screw up WrestleMania. He turned to Seth and said he took out CM Punk and it was supposed to be the two of them battling it out at WrestleMania. Drew then took off his jacket and he showed his new t-shirt, which is now on sale on WWE Shop, where it's him leaning over the gravestone or the tombstone, the grave spot of CM Punk. And his WrestleMania dreams ending. I'm sure that's going to be a number one seller in the days to come. Drew took off his jacket, showed this t-shirt. Drew then turned to Cody and said, 
You've got to finish your story. So they send Drew McIntyre out there as a buffer to tell Cody that basically, go challenge Roman, please. I want this guy over here. All the work he's done on TV, on, on TV, off TV, all the media events, you've earned it. Don't let me down. Don't let your family down. Don't let these people down and all the people across the world. Don't let your dad down, says McIntyre. Seth said, hey, Drew, you don't need to be a prick. Seth says he shouldn't assume that if Cody picked Reigns, that it'd be Drew versus him at WrestleMania. Seth said Drew lost to him. Drew asked Seth if he lost to Cody three times. Drew says he's done an amazing job with the title and has worked his ass off every week to make that title mean something. Drew said nobody wants to fight Reigns anymore because everyone knows the finish. His family interferes. Cody tried to interrupt, but Drew said he wasn't finished yet. Drew told Seth that if he was a real workhorse, they'd have shot him dead after the first injury. He says he's done a great job taking the title as far as he has, but it's time for him to take it from here. He then headbutted Seth. Cody quickly punched Drew and knocked him to the floor, and that's the way the segments came to an end. I don't know where Drew McIntyre fits into all this. I don't. The one thing I don't want is Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes in a match for the right to challenge Seth Rollins. Because by that, Cody, if he's not getting Roman, well, then he has a ready-made title match because he won the Royal Rumble with Seth Rollins. Why would he need to wrestle Drew to go wrestle Rollins? That's not going to work for me. Again, Nothing makes sense. No matter what decision needs to be made, nothing makes sense. You already had given the rumble to Cody. So if McIntyre is going to wrestle Rollins at WrestleMania, he's going to need to win the chamber. Cody on Thursday, I hope to God, is announced in a match with Roman or... We get a triple threat match where it's Roman, Rock, and Cody. McIntyre and Rollins looking like the night one main event to me. And that's the way it should be. We didn't need to pivot. We didn't need to save WrestleMania. We didn't need to fucking blow up WrestleMania. Oh my God, the plans are ruined. Lesnar's not going to be there. Punk is injured. Oh my goodness, let's panic. You got this guy doing the best work of his fucking WWE career and you want to panic over finding an opponent for Seth Rollins. Meanwhile, Drew McIntyre is staring you right in the fucking face. Sami Zayn is staring you right in the face. That title match is not going to mean anything in the grand scheme of things if Cody, Roman, and Rock are in the main event of WrestleMania. So why not just do what you need to do to tell a story there? Who cares? And if it's not good in the eyes of the fans and it's not good in the eyes of WWE, this would then open up the women to main event WrestleMania because we got to get equality for the ladies. Becky Lynch can win the chamber. She challenges Rhea Ripley. And with Rhea Ripley, what with what she did last year at WrestleMania, why not give Rhea and Becky the main event spot for night one? There are ways to work around this. 
I don't understand why we need to get all crazy and panicked when the answers are there if you just calm the fuck down. Jason Barker with a $100 bomb and my guy Cam G with a $100 super chat. Cam G says, just showing love, JD. I don't know why. It seems like they are punishing poor Cody Rhodes. Much love, OTS for life. Great. Love it, Cam G. I don't think they're punishing Cody Rose. I just think The Rock's ego has blinded him to everything else on the WWE roster. And my guy, Jason Barker, he says the fact that people are giving death threats to Ava Rain, The Rock's daughter, also needs to be addressed. I find that to be disgusting. I'm disgusted by that as a Cody Rhodes fan. Well, these people have nothing else going on in their sad, pathetic existences, Jason. So clearly they're going to take this personal because they have nothing personal going on in their own space. I don't really care about these people. They are no life virgins who clearly don't have a fucking single brain cell to operate on. Let them get blasted by social media. I feel bad for Ava. She has nothing to do with this. Don't take it out on her. Let her do what she needs to do. She's got her own role on Tuesday nights. Leave her to that. Just nothing to do with her father's role as TKO board member and WrestleMania main event, potentially. Nothing. Thank you guys very much. Bailey versus EO is going to main event? Whatever. Whatever you want to do. You want to give it to Bailey? Fine. I have no problems with that. I'm just saying that it opens itself up to doing something that you didn't originally have planned. Fatal 4-Way, the Creed Brothers, finally back on TV. I feel like they were punished when they had that tag team title match against Judgment Day several weeks ago. I feel like when Brutus came down on Damian, Damian Priest, I feel like he got punished for it. Haven't been on TV since, but here they are. Fatal 4-Way here, Creed Brothers, DIY, New Day, and Imperium. Fatal 4-Way match, winner of this match, advances to SmackDown to wrestle British Strong Style. That is Tyler Bate and my guy Pete Dunne, who got his name back. Pete Dunne is no longer Butch. Pete Dunne is now the Bruiserweight once again. Great. I enjoyed the shit out of this match, man. 18 minutes. This was awesome. Awesome stuff here. I really wish WWE, I hope, again, wishful thinking here. I don't know what their plans are. I hope that WWE takes the tag team championships and gives us a solid plan as to what is going to happen. Are they staying on Raw? Are they staying on SmackDown? Are they going to split the championships? Are we going to merge these divisions? Are we going to get one set of titles instead of two? I don't know. I don't really like seeing the champions come out holding two championships, a red one and a blue one. It looks silly. Let's come up with a plan and get this tag team division where it needs to be. Clearly, 
They got the tag teams to make it one huge, solid, great division. I don't want to see split divisions. I don't. I'd love to see the champions go back and forth between the brands. You do it with the women. There's no excuse why you can't do it for the men. That's what I'd love to see. Brand new titles, and we move on from there. DIY lost to the Judgment Day last week. I wasn't sure they were going to be in contention for another shot at the tag team titles, but here we are. The match picked up after a commercial break. Woods made a hot tag to, I believe, who did he make a tag to? And, and ran wild on, well, he, he made a tag. I think he tagged out, Kofi did, and then he tagged in Xavier. And then he ran wild until Gargano cut him off with a sl- slingshot spear. DIY hit dives on the Creed brothers before Gargano hit Imperium with a suicide dive. Julius swiped out a bunch of guys with a big flip dive off the top rope. Everybody brawled on the outside. Champa gave Woods a air raid crash off the top rope to the outside and came crashing down on everybody on the outside. Then there was a Tower of Doom spot where New Day brought down Imperium and Champa with power bombs. Brutus hit Ludwig Kaiser with a moonsault, but the cover was broken up. Everybody traded big moves here. Kingston used a famouser until Brutus put Vinci in a headlock. Julius handed out suplexes to everyone trying to break up the pinning combinations. He did a Northern Light suplex as well. DIY finally broke up the ankle lock by Julius. Brutus wiped out a bunch of guys with a Brutus ball before hitting one on Vinci in the ring. DIY broke up the cover and hit Vinci with meat in the middle for the one, two, three. Gargano made the cover, but he wasn't the legal man. He quickly shifted to Champa, who Champa was the legal man there. He made the cover, one, two, three, and DIY is getting another opportunity at becoming the tag team champions. They got to go through British Strong Style first. They got to go through Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. This was a fun match, and that match on Friday is going to be a fucking banger. It is. Black and gold represent. Man, that's a black and gold match if if anything. Gargano, Champa, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, man. I love it. I will be glued to my television during that contest on Friday night. Who wins? I don't know. I'd give it to Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, honestly. I'd save DIY and their ascent to a tag team title run at WrestleMania. I give it to DIY at WrestleMania. I have the Judgment Day run through Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. I think those guys are going to be mega over in Australia, and I think that would be a banger match. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what direction WWE does end up going to in Perth. Becky Lynch. She went one-on-one with Shayna Baszler. This was an Elimination Chamber qualifier. So the Elimination Chamber is a couple of weeks away. We are going to get qualifiers on Raw, I believe, next week. Liv Morgan's got a qualifier. We'll probably get... Uh, A couple of qualifiers thrown in there throughout the remaining weeks. A couple next week, a couple the following week, and then we'll get everybody squared away in the chamber. Great. I love that we're getting qualifying matches. It adds a nice sense of urgency 
to the people who want to get into the WrestleMania main event, quote-unquote. Now, Shayna Baszler cut a promo before this match, which I thought was great. It was more, again, leaning towards that sports presentation. She was putting her robe on, and she was getting ready to go out there, and she was talking basically about breaking Becky Lynch limb by limb. Loved it. So Becky Lynch cut a promo as well. She made her way to the ring, and she was basically t- saying everybody, or saying to everybody that she would beat Baszler because her future was on the line and needs to be at WrestleMania in that championship match. I thought this was solid. It looked a little clunky, but I thought it was solid. Baszler stomped Becky's hand onto the steel steps. We go into a commercial break. We're back from break. Becky Lynch fought back. Still selling her hand. Baszler caught her with a German suplex and a sliding knee for two. Becky Lynch came back with a missile dropkick. Baszler then blocked a disarm her and hit a knee strike on Becky for a two. Baszler blocked a manhandle slam and transitioned into an ankle lock. Becky Lynch got out of it. Baszler went back to the arm. Lynch fought back, hits a superplex. Becky Lynch tried transitioning into an armbar, but Baszler blocked it again and hit a sloppy-looking gut-wrench slam for a two-count. So they're back up. They start slapping each other back and forth. Baszler tries for the Kirafuda clutch. They trade counters back and forth until Becky Lynch hits a very sloppy-looking manhandle slam for the one, two, three. Now, the sloppy-looking manhandle slam probably came because Becky was trying to sell the hand, but it did not look good in execution, and the crowd was pretty quiet for this match, more quiet than normal for a Becky Lynch match, but that goes to show you how disinterested people are in Shayna Baszler. Can't really blame the crowd. Baszler's great. The creative for Baszler has not been great. So I don't know what to tell you. Becky Lynch goes to the chamber. She's qualified next week. We will get Liv Morgan, who said she had almost a year taken away from her, and that is a very long time. Next week would be about her revenge on Rhea Ripley. So she didn't really say she's going to go into the chamber, but I'm assuming that means she will get a qualifying match to get into the chamber to try and wrestle Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Backstage, Adam Pearce was with Drew McIntyre. And I like this. I don't know where they're going with McIntyre, but I like this. Adam Pearce was asking Drew to help him understand how he doesn't understand what medically cleared means. Just like the people who are on social media who don't understand that this Rock Cody thing is not a work. The same thing. How don't you understand what not medically cleared means? He said he headbutted Seth. He fined him, did Pierce. He fined McIntyre. And said if he keeps wearing that t-shirt gloating about the injury to CM Punk, he's going to double the fine. He said all he wants is to maintain some order around here. Drew said maybe shouting at him isn't the best approach and he should go do his job. The monitor showed Rhea Ripley coming out to the ring and then Adam Pearce quickly left the office because if Rhea Ripley's out there, then that means there's trouble. 
Ripley was in the ring and she was raging and said she's not there to talk about Becky qualifying for the Elimination Chamber. She's out there because she wants Nia Jax one-on-one so I can rip her bloody head off. Adam Pearce walked out and said this isn't the time or the place for it. He said everyone can see she's upset, but they're not doing this right now. He says he's given her a match at the Chamber with Nia Jax for the WWE Women's World Championship. He said if that works for her, then leave the ring so they can continue the show. Jax comes out. Ripley yelled at her to get into the ring. Jax knocked Pierce off the ring apron inadvertently. There's not going to be a fine to Nia Jax. Pierce called for help. Security pulled them apart. Jax charged at Ripley and crushed her in the corner. She knocked down security officers and and then let out a big primal scream. She then landed her annihilator on Rhea Ripley. It's basically that. Nia Jax is not beating Rhea Ripley for the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley will go on to defend that title against Becky Lynch, with once again Liv Morgan being the dark horse, but we're not leaving Becky off of the WrestleMania card. And Nia Jax, I pitched Nia Jax at WrestleMania in a potential match against Jade Cargill to play off what they did in the Royal Rumble. Akira Tozawa. Mixed tag team match. He's teaming with Maxine Dupree against Ivar and Valhalla. I'm going to make one recommendation to the show. I think we need to keep Maxine out of the ring and in a valet role. And if you want her to wrestle, I think we need to send her down to the Performance Center because she is absolutely God-fucking-awful. Get her out of the ring and stop giving me this garbage because we need to fill three hours of television. There are people back there that I'm sure will do much better on TV than trotting Maxine Dupree out there who don't know how to wrestle. Stop. You're insulting my intelligence and none of it is entertaining. Michael Cole hyped the press conference this Thursday live on Peacock. He said it appears Rock and Roman Reigns are on a collision course, perhaps at WrestleMania. Cole said the segment on Friday became the most talked about story on the planet last weekend. Yeah, that is until Vince McMahon gets arrested and thrown in jail. He said news outlets around the world started covering it. They will find out if it's official on Thursday. I will be covering the press conference on the channel. Akira Tozawa, Maxine Dupree, Ivar, and Valhalla. Nobody cares. This factors into nothing that is important. Ivar and Valhalla win in two minutes. Ivar landed a second row power slam on Tozawa for the one, two, three. Stop giving me garbage on television. Finn Balor and the rest of Judgment Day. Damian Priest, J.D. McNuggets. And Dominic Mysterio. They're in the Judgment Day headquarters. Dominic said Rhea needs some space, but she'll be all right. Truth showed up 
and put his arms around Balor and Priest. He was very happy to see them. They were not very happy to see truth. I'm sorry I'm late, guys. Our truth is not in Judgment Day. He got beat up last week. J.D. McFlurry says it's a good thing he got a match next or he'd wipe the floor with our truth. Truth says he needs to be wiping his windows. Truth thought last week was an initiation. Balor asked what planet he's on and said last week wasn't an initiation. Balor then left because he was frustrated that that our truth was there and he shouldn't be there. Damian Priest, who at this point was, he was upset, but he was exacerbated. He was just exhausted by fighting our truth and not winning that battle. How many times can you tell someone to stay away and they don't stay away? Damian Priest said, you know what, truth? Just make yourself at home. That's going to come back to haunt Damien Priest. That's going to come back and bite Damien Priest in the ass. Truth then looked on the floor. There was a box of Judgment Day t-shirts with his name added to the bottom. So he was contemplating and thinking what he could do with these t-shirts. He went to go sell these t-shirts again. We got J.D. McDouble. With Dominic Mysterio against The Miz. Guys, just like the last match, I am about done with The Miz against all members of the Judgment Day. Can we just get R-Truth and The Miz in a tag team title match against the Judgment Day, please? That's what I feel like it's heading to. A tag team title match with Miz and R-Truth winning the tag team titles. This was comedy. Like, I don't, I don't, J.D. McDonough is a great pro wrestler. Don't get me wrong. But I find it very difficult to care about anything The Miz is doing right now. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I just find The Miz to be boring. R-Truth showed up. And he made his way down to ringside. This is when the fans got really excited. McDonough. Stopped wrestling. He stopped to stare at Truth, who began throwing T-shirts into the crowd. So we got McFish avoiding a skull-crushing finale. Miz then threw McNugget out of the ring. He then landed a wrecking ball kick on Dominic and then head-scissored McSizzle off of the ring out to the floor. Miss pointed at Dom, and then Truth pulled a T-shirt over Dom's head and arms. Miz then kicked Dom with his arms stuck in the T-shirt. And then we get McSausage headbutting Miz. Truth stood on the apron and offered McMuffin a handful of cash. Then we get McNugget walking over and yanked it out of his hand and began to tuck it into his trunks. Miz recovered. He gave McSkillet a, a skull-crushing finale for the one, two, three. The cash flew all over the ring. R-Truth began gathering the cash. And McAfee said, J.D. McDonough lost focus. I don't care. I don't really understand it. Nobody gives a shit about it. 
Oh, my goodness. Michael Bertoni with a $100 Super Chat. What's up, JD? I hope you are having a wonderful birthday. Been Team JD since 2015. OTS for life. Also, Triple H tweeted out something George Kittle saying about Rock being guest ref. Possibly. I saw that. I didn't really make much of it, but... I call that weeks ago in advance, and hopefully we get something along those lines tomorrow, or uh, Thursday, rather, at the press conference. And thank you guys for the birthday wish, man. My birthday is uh, officially today, I guess. It's February 6th. Happy birthday to me, I guess. You guys know the deal. Backstage, Ludwig Kaiser. And Giovanni Vinci asked Adam Pierce if everything was going according to plan for Gunther's celebration, celebrating 600 days as the Intercontinental Champion. Braun Breaker interrupted to discuss the possibility of signing with Monday Night Raw. I hear a lot of people want Braun Breaker to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental title. You know who the last person to beat Gunther was one-on-one in the ring? Braun Breaker on NXT. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it happens, I have no problem with Braun Breaker winning the Intercontinental title. Footage aired of CM Punk going in for surgery on his triceps and then being knocked out with anesthesia. He said after surgery, he was in a lot of pain. He said doing simple tasks was hard for him. He says he can power through the pain And PT, but the mental aspect is a lot harder. He said when he returns, his comeback will be the greatest of all time. Michael Cole says he will miss several months of action. Punk will be back, hopefully in time, for SummerSlam. Imperium made their way out to the ring to celebrate Gunta. Celebrating 600 days as Intercontinental Champion. He told Kaiser he appreciates the setup for the celebration, but what's left to celebrate because it's a given he will be champion for 700 days, 800 days, 1,000 days. He said one thing will never change, which is that he is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. He says he's running out of competition and no one is worthy of challenging him. I mean... Who is it? You tell me. And then Jay Uso's music hits. The crowd goes crazy. Pat McAfee standing up on the commentary table doing the oos. When the crowd celebrated and danced, started chanting Uso, Gunther immediately goes for the kill. He says, that's nice. Simple gestures for a simple audience. Gotta love it. I get it. I get it totally, Gunther said. It's still a celebration. So he's sensing disrespect. Jay says he doesn't mean any disrespect. He sees the work that Gunther has put in. He says he's the ring general. Gunther smiled. He said, I appreciate that. Gunther said Jay is an accomplished man himself. He touted his tag team accolades. 
longest reigning tag team champion of all time. He says he only had to put in 50% of the work for that accolade. Man, when Gunther wants to be vicious, Gunther, Gunther is certainly vicious on the microphone. He's just got that evil villain aura about him. Love it. No yeet for Gunther. Gunther said that confuses him because he achieved everything on his own. Jay Tatter being a thousand plus days as tag team champions and the first team to headline WrestleMania. He says it's 2024 and he wants to win his first singles title. He says if he wants to try and achieve something for himself, he'll talk plain and simple to him. He says when he beats him, he will beat him worse than his own family ever did. And he'll wish he was back in the old days when people couldn't tell him and his brother Jimmy apart. Gunther then shoulder checked Jay Uso. Jay tackled. Michael Cole said Jay won't be disrespected. New Day ran out to stop this three on one attack. Imperium dropped to ringside. And that's the way the segment came off and went to a close. It looks like they got something significant for Jay Uso lined up. Now, in a perfect world, this would lead to Jay Uso versus Gunther at the Elimination Chamber. Now, we don't know. A lot of people were under the impression that Gunther has visa problems and he can't travel abroad to the Elimination Chamber. This was months ago. Knowing WWE, knowing Endeavor, how they usually handle stuff like this, I don't know why they didn't facilitate this to get expedited and allow one of their biggest names on the Monday Night Raw show to go overseas to wrestle in this show for Australia at the Chamber to defend the Intercontinental title. So we don't really know yet. But everybody seemingly is still running with that narrative. I don't know. If Gunther is able, if Gunther is able to make it to the chamber, I say we do this match at the chamber. Jay and Gunther for the title, and we don't have Gunther drop the title. Jay Uso does not beat Gunther for the title. I just, I just don't want to see that happen. Now, WWE could save this for WrestleMania. I don't know what the fucking story would be. we got a long time to go before WrestleMania, so if they're planting the seeds now, it would probably make more sense that it's taking place at the Chamber and not at WrestleMania because we have all of February, all of March, and what, what's the story going to be? They got you excited about it. I mean, you've seen the brunt of it tonight, but what else is there to do? They sold you on it tonight. What else do they need to say? I don't need to see more Imperium New Day matches. I don't need to see Jey Uso teaming with Imperium. Or Jey Uso, rather, teaming with the New Day to go against Imperium. I don't need to see that. We've seen that already. Maybe we do Jey Uso versus Gunther at the Chamber, if it's possible. And then we do Big E returning to challenge Gunther at WrestleMania. I still have this sneaking suspicion that Big E is on his way back and they're going to reintroduce him into this New Day Imperium feud. I mean, that would be coming full circle type shit. 
Honestly. I don't know for sure if that's the plan. I don't know if that's even possible with Big E's neck injury. It's not really something to fuck around with. But here we are. Or we go Braun Breaker. And Braun Breaker goes to Monday night. He challenges Gunther for the IC title. Because there was a nice little stare down there with Braun Breaker and the rest of Imperium. When Adam Pierce gave him the contract... And Adam Pierce asked Imperium, well, you know who this guy is. You know who Braun Breaker is, right? And they gave him some dirty look. I don't know. I don't know what Gunther does at WrestleMania. I don't. I'd have him wrestle Rollins, honestly, and have him beat Rollins for the world title. Champion versus champion. If there is nobody to take the title off of Gunther, then why are we forcing it to happen? Somebody's got to deserve it. Nobody deserves it. Jay Uso doesn't deserve it. All because he does this and he's got a cool entrance, that doesn't mean he deserves it. Braun Breaker doesn't deserve it. He just got here. Nobody deserves it. Does Big E deserve it? I would be more okay with Big E out of anybody. Just based on what he's been through. But if that is not going to happen, then I don't think we should force... Gunther to drop that title. I would just put him in a match with Seth Rollins. Why not? Or maybe we do, maybe we do McIntyre Rollins. Maybe they pivot to Jimmy and Jay, which right now nobody really cares about. Jimmy is a jobber. Jimmy is a jobber, no matter how you cut it. Jimmy and Jay, are they going to tell that story? I mean, I don't know. I think that's the reason why we broke these two guys up, right? I don't know when we're going to start telling that story and reintroducing us to that story. Maybe we get Jimmy J. Maybe we get Rollins and McIntyre. And maybe we get Gunther versus Sami Zayn. Imagine that. Gunther versus Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn cut a very emphatic promo tonight. He wants to be a champion as well. We'll get to that in a little bit. The Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane. They defended the tag team titles against Katana Chance and Caden Carter. This match had absolutely zero, and I mean... Zero heat. This was not better than their first match. At least their first match had a little bit more juice to it. I just felt like this... I mean, it was like someone popped a fucking balloon in the arena. Nobody cared. Not much of a match. Crowd was dead silent for it. Carter and Chance hit Oscar with the after party, but Sane barely broke up the cover. They set up for the keg stand, but Kyrie tripped Carter and shoved her into the steps. Asuka kicked Chance in the head, and Sane hit the insane elbow for the one, two, three. Nobody cares. What are we doing with the women's tag team titles at WrestleMania? Ask me if I care. The answer is always going to be no. Jackie Redmond. She interviewed Sami Zayn earlier in the day in the empty arena. Sammy says he's been thinking a lot about last year. Reflecting on the biggest match of his career in Montreal. He says he's learned 
to not let that eat him up from inside. He says he had a conversation with Triple H afterward that he's never spoken about with anybody. He says he was the ultimate underdog like he was Rocky. He didn't beat the champion. He said in that ring, he's going to fight like an underdog every single night of the week. But he made himself into a champion who didn't win the championship. He came off like a champion. He says he's a contender who will be a champion. He says he wants to prove to the fans that they didn't believe in him for nothing. He says he wants to prove them right. And that's the way the promo ended. Now, he didn't mention what title he wants. He did not mention what title. He didn't mention Rollins. He didn't mention the world title. He just said he wants to be a champion. So again, I ask, if WWE is going to reroute plans for WrestleMania, how about we do Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight title, Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso, because that's been a dream of theirs to wrestle one-on-one at WrestleMania, or Jay Gunther, if that's the road that they want to go. I don't know what the fuck they do with Sami Zayn at WrestleMania, but I'm just trying to fill out the card and get everybody involved. McIntyre, Rollins, Jimmy, Jay, which was the plan for the reason why we broke them up anyway, and then Sammy Gunther. Could be a possibility, could be a way that WWE has pivoted to change plans. I would absolutely take Sammy and Gunther at WrestleMania. If that is not exciting to you, I don't know if you even have blood running through your veins. Honestly. I would be 1,000% okay with Sammy Zayn beating Gunther. Not really how I envisioned it, but hey, you got to take what we can get. Shinsuke Nakamura. He cut a promo with captions saying he chose a bull rope match because he thought it would give him an advantage. But the only thing it'll do is bring embarrassment to his family, meaning Cody chose the bull rope match because it was a staple of his father. It's going to give him the advantage. No, but the only thing it's going to do is bring embarrassment to his family. He said he hears people saying, we want Cody. He said, no, 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 no. I want Cody. And I don't care. I don't. And by the way, the Kabuki Warriors, with Bailey now not in damage control, damage control will sink like a rock. Don't care. Main event, Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Bull rope match. Next week on Raw, Gunther, Ludwig, and Giovanni Vinci versus Jey Uso, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Certainly looks like to me they're setting up Jey Uso versus Gunther at the Elimination Chamber. R-Truth versus J.D. McFlurry. And Liv Morgan versus Zoe Stark in a Chamber qualifying match. Doesn't sound very exciting to me. So we get to the bull rope match and right away they go right to commercial break. I mean, this match meant nothing. In the grand scheme of things. It's all about Thursday. Nakamura is dead. There's no saving Nakamura. Every match he had with Cody, he's lost. Rhodes used a rope break, or, or, or no, there's no rope break, so there's no DQ. Uh, Rhodes used the rope, the bull rope, to yank Nakamura repeatedly into the ring posts. 
Rose went for a springboard move, but Nakamura yanked him down with the rope. Nakamura was in control until Rhodes kicked his leg out and applied a figure four, but Nakamura hit him with the rope's cowbell to break it up. Another commercial break, and we come back. Rhodes hits a snap power slam, a disaster kick, goes for recovery, gets a two count. Nakamura hit his sliding German suplex, but Rhodes came back with a Cody cutter. Rhodes hit his jabs, the big bionic elbow. Nakamura hit a spinning kick. And then an inverted exploder suplex. Rhodes responded with a pedigree for a two count. Rhodes went to Nakamura with the cowbell, but Nakamura misted him in the face. Rhodes fought him off anyway, even with the mist. He no-sold the mist, hit a crossroads on Nakamura, and he kicked out at a two. Nakamura used the cowbell as a weapon, but Rhodes blocked a Kinshasa and used the rope to low-blow Nakamura. He eventually flipped him over, picks him up, crossroads, one, two, three, and Nakamura is even more buried than he was the last time he wrestled Cody. McIntyre attacked Cody Rhodes from behind and laid him out with a Claymore kick as Monday Night Raw comes to a close. What we do there, I don't know. I don't know why McIntyre wants to wrestle Cody. I don't. I haven't really figured out why we're doing McIntyre Cody or teasing McIntyre Cody. I don't really understand that. Cody's going to have his own problem with Roman and, and Rock. He's got nothing to do with McIntyre. McIntyre needs to find his way into the chamber. Or maybe we don't get a men's chamber. By the looks of it, we're not getting a men's chamber. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing to figure out who wrestles Rollins. I don't. Maybe Cody doesn't wrestle Roman or The Rock and doesn't get included in the main event. Maybe he really is wrestling Rollins. That's why they haven't really given you any direction with the men's side on Monday night. I have no fucking idea. But then what do you do with Drew McIntyre? No idea. No idea. At the end of all of it, guys, again, I mean, I can't really, I can't really say it any better than I said in the opening monologue here. This is not a work. This is a shoot that WWE is now trying to weave into their own work and spin it in a way where it's almost as if it was the narrative from the beginning. No. Now, WWE fucked up. Dwayne fucked up. And now they need to change course because Cody is undeniable. And that's the plan. That was the plan. There was no need to deviate away from the plan. You could have waited until next year. Dwayne, if Rock wants this match with Roman, he will take the match no matter what. Why does it need to be this year? Rock holds the keys. Whenever he wants to do something, he can do it. If he wants to wrestle, he'll wrestle. If he wants Roman, he'll get Roman. If he wants to go do a movie, he'll go do a movie. Why do we need to impede on the plan right now and fuck with the system? If he wants to match with Roman, he'll let it happen when it makes sense. This WrestleMania 40, it does not make sense. We'll see you on Thursday. This Monday Night Raw 
was not good. Because we are all hanging on, what's the WrestleMania 40 main event? Where is Cody fitting in? Are they going to fix the mistake? Is Rock really going to wrestle Roman? What does Seth Rollins do? You need to figure that shit out. Otherwise, the rest of the fucking show is going to suffer. Just like it did tonight. Thank you guys for all your support. Really appreciate you joining me here on this Monday night. We're going to get into the Super Chats in just a second. Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for all notifications. Make sure you guys go check out all of the other content on the channel. There is... Plenty of it. Continue to hit that thumbs up, guys. We right now have 1,636 likes. Can we get to 2,000 likes? We'd really appreciate that. And tonight's show is sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Code JD at checkout. All you need to do is pay the $5 shipping and handling. And if you guys don't know, Blue Chew is a better long-term booker or a long-term builder than our buddy Dwayne The Rock Johnson. At least at that point when you pop a Blue Chew, you know it's going to be a shoot and not a work. Blue Chew is a unique online service that provides the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets, and it comes at a fraction of the cost. You guys can take them anytime, day and night. Plan ahead, be ready whenever that opportunity arises, man. I always say it's your in to long-term booking. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their online medical providers, and once you are approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days, no questions asked, and it's all done online. No medical visits, no awkward conversations, no doctor's offices. It's all done online. You know, you sign up, they're made in the USA, and they ship it to you in a very discreet package. So if you want that extra confidence, when it matters, when it counts most, why not give Blue Chew a try? Sign up. BlueChew.com. Code JD at checkout. All you guys got to do is pay the $5 shipping. And handle. Let's get into these super chats, guys. Thank you for the love, as always. Michael Krause with a two-dollar super chat. Good day, JD. Hope you had a good weekend. Hashtag Cody WrestleMania Forty. Thank you, Michael. Is everybody in the chat now trying to guess my age? No, I'm not. 50. No, I'm not 47, and I'm not 36, even though I take that as a compliment. Swear JD is between 32 and 38. Nope. Though you guys are in the right range, and that makes me happy. That means I look a lot younger than I really am. I appreciate that.
Okay. PW Insider is saying that Roman versus Rock is locked in for WrestleMania. All right, night one. Then we get Roman and Cody added to night two. I love how people think they know what year I was born and still get it wrong. No, I was not born in 1981. I was born in 1982. Michael Bertoni with a $10 super chat. I wouldn't mind seeing a moment on Raw with Cody and Jay Uso where Uso cuts a motivational promo, slaps some sense into Cody to go after Roman like how Ace Steel did with Punk and AEW, but that's just me. Yeah, Michael. They should really start telling that story. Michelle with the $2 Super Chat. What goes down Thursday will determine the WrestleMania main events. Indeed. Golden Boy with a $20 Super Chat. Thank you, brother. Cody will get his match because the E blew it. No work. Cody should have won last year. Now they were going to take it away for Rock. After a Royal Rumble win for Cody, make it make sense. A recycled yes movement. It wasn't needed. I'm over it, man. Yeah. So am I. Vinny with a 499. It's still going to be Roman versus Rock. Cody versus Seth. I'm not falling for their BS. Dwayne gets what Dwayne wants. Drew versus Cody at the Elimination Chamber all but confirms it. Dean Kuntz with a 499. Did you know that Cody found out about The Rock taking his place against Roman hours before SmackDown on Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware. And the deal with The Rock came about on January 3rd, and they already had promised them the WrestleMania main event with Roman while they still sent Cody out there to win the Royal Rumble. Don't give WWE the benefit of the doubt. Don't. They fucked it up last time, and they fucked it up again. Frankie Rodriguez with a 499. Monday Night Raw would be a perfect fit for Braun Breaker. Do you think it'll be a bad move to give him a monster push when he hits the main roster? Why would that be a bad move? Braun Breaker is great. Tribal Chief with six months. Thank you, Tribal Chief. Cody, finish the fucking story. Fuck The Rock. You from New York and a Braves fan. I'm from L.A. and a Cubs fan. OTS for life, pal. Thank you, Tribal Chief. Vinny with a 199. After the first segment, they muted the Rocky sucks chance. They don't want Rock's ego to be bruised any more than it already is. Ryan with a New Zealand... $2 Super Jack. Cody versus Roman. Drew versus Seth. Nothing else. Hashtag we want Cody. Bradley Robinette with a 199. Hashtag we want Cody. Hashtag Rocky Socks. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Bradley. D-Man 7D with a 199. The Rock Socks should be Cody and Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Jefferson. MJB with 15 months. Send the rock. Now the pebble to me. Cody must finish the story or he will be more dead than AEW has been. Okay. 
Robert Hurt with a 35 months. Thank you, Robert. Hey, JD, what do you see Randy Orton doing at Mania? Love the show, brother. You rock. It's a good question. Randy Orton versus LA Knight. Maybe Jacob Fatu comes in and wrestles Randy Orton as a new enforcer to the bloodline. Being that Booker T wants to get Jacob Fatu into WWE. How about Jacob Fatu versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania? Kratos with 41 months. Thank you, Kratos. My hometown came in clutch with the Rocky Sucks chance, but my God, get rid of Maxine, Triple H. She's a waste of payroll. 41 months strong, OTS for life. Seven more months, Kratos, and you got that elusive Mustang emote. Adam! With $6.99. Interesting that Cody is advertised for Friday. If this drags past the conference, would love Punk to pull an ace steal and give Cody a reality check. I'd love to see that myself. Honestly. Not today, Jay with 17 months. Happy 17 months, JD. Here's to many more. I love you, man. You really have been the one person I can count on to never change. Cheers, brother. Ain't going anywhere. Always going to remain true to who I am, man. That's the reason why we're growing, because people come here for honest content. Steve Daly with a new membership. Steve! What the fuck are you drinking, man? Wrestling Bay Bay with Scripps. 30 months. The big 3-0. Let's fucking go. Thank you, Bay Bay. Ricardo Linnell with 42 months. Six months from having the Dark Horse icon. Speaking of icons, Gunther is a savage. More of him on my TV, please. Hashtag OTS for life. JD equals the chairman of the IWC. Yes. Thank you, Ricardo. Savvy Seed with 16 months. What's up, JD? How would you book the men's chamber this year? There may not be a men's chamber. If there was a men's chamber, we would have gotten qualifying matches already. Jefferson with a 499. What is your opinion on Rocky being the guest ref for Cody and Roman? Well, I called that months ago. They really fucked this up. Also, what's your favorite match for Vengeance Day? My favorite match was easily Trick and Ilya Dragunov. I thought that was a great main event. Cody Snyder, thank you uh, for the five. Press conferences in Vegas. So was the pipe bomb. Need Punk to show up then and smack some sense into Cody. In Punk, we trust. We want Cody. In a perfect world, Cody. In a perfect world. Baby Shaq with 21 months. What's up, JD? The Rock has become the new Hulk Hogan. Vince McMahon. We want Cody OTS for life. My goodness with a 199. Fuck nostalgia. Hashtag we want Cody. Hashtag Rocky socks. Michael Krause with a two. You're the man, JD. You are the best hands down, bro. Thank you, Michael. Daddy Wolf with a 999. Hey, JD, thank you for... All of your hard work. I can't believe that Cody is getting Brendan frazier by The Rock. Fuck that shit. Stay blessed and the OTS fam. Thank you, Daddy Wolf. 
Lola Vice, huh? I guarantee you that there is no man or woman in this chat that is Lola Vice's type. Jason, thank you again, brother, for the $100 bomb. A flock of morons with a $20 super chat. If we get Roman versus Rock, Rock can't win the title. That person that beats Roman needs to be someone that benefits from beating Reigns. Rock does not need that push. It'll be Lesnar ending Taker's streak all over again. Bro, I don't, I don't understand. I, I really don't get it. Why would, why would Rock ever want to make such a fucking stupid decision? Imagine that. Uh, Long-term cooking with a new membership. Love the name. Long-term cooking. What are you cooking? The unseen and, and, and what well, this is the unseen encyclopedia with a 499. Just show you know. They were muting the crowd throughout the night. Lots of Rocky Sucks chants, not heard on TV. Check out Cody's and PW Insiders X. Well, it, it really sounded like that to me on my end while watching it on TV here. Encyclopedia. Uh, censorship is lame with a 499. This dude just spent a hundred bucks to simp. LOL. For real though, it's not cool. Who the fuck are you to tell anybody? If they want to donate a $100 super chat, let them fucking donate a $100 super chat. They love what I do. Don't be jealous. Eclipse Mega Show with the $2 Super Chat. Roman vs. Rock is actually perfect for Elimination Chamber at Perth. Yes, I've been saying that for weeks. Long-term cooking with a $199. M40X or M50X headphones, JD. The M50X, bro. You always go top of the line. Don't skimp. Though I do want to get the headset with the microphone attached. I don't know what I'd use it for, but just to have it. I got a headset. I got a blue headset that's beautiful. It looks uber professional, but it's just with a hat on, it looks and feels uncomfortable. But I, I may break them out. Maybe I'll break them out soon. I don't know. I got so much tech here, man. I'm very simple. Give me a SM7B, a fucking roadcaster, and a camera. DSLR mirrorless camera, and I'm good to go. I don't give a fuck where I am. Uh, Stallions Productions with a 999. Cody needs to go back to AEW and bring Drew and Seth with him. The Rock is a dick in person and doesn't give a shit about his fans in real life. I've seen it in person. Tell us how you really feel, Productions. AJT with a 199. The voice of the people. Salute, JD. AJ, thank you, brother. Daniel Dixon with a new membership. Daniel. What the fuck are you drinking, Daniel? Three Kings with a 499. They did it to Punk. They did it to Brian. They did it to Kofi. And then they did it to Bray. Tired of the cycle repeating. 
Daddy Wolf with a 999. Thank you, JD. Never stop tearing into these guys. My man, cheers. WWE is a fan of 40 years. You were fucking wrong. Listen to your fans, not someone whose ego needs stroking. Yeah. Heisenberg with the 279. Triple H tweeted out teasing Rock as a ref at Mania. I'm not paying attention to a fucking thing that they're saying. I'll just wait for Thursday. Colin Kunkel with a 10. I don't even think... I think, he says, if WWE, if WWE pivots, Cody main events and beats Roman and wins, the win is still going to ring hollow because of all this, which would suck for Cody. I think if there's one glaring positive that comes out of all this fucking illogical garbage that Cody will be more over. Captain Solo with 31 months. These people who prefer Rock versus Roman are living, breathing proof that dumb people will always exist. We don't need Vince McMahon 2.0. Go away, Dwayne. Charles Lemon with a 499. Everyone in the IWC with a fan base is on your side, JD, except BC Amplified. We want Cody. Keep killing it, JD. Thanks for all the hard work. I love BC. BC's the exception, man. Fuck everybody else. Golden Boy with a $2 Super Chat. Happy birthday, JD. Enjoy and cheers. Thank you, Golden Boy. Cam G, thank you again, brother, for the $100 Super Chat. Vinny with a $199. Fans are going to shit all over the rock at the presser. Good. He deserves it. Travis Hayes with a $999. San Francisco tight end George Kittle was a media day for... The SB and said he wanted Roman versus Cody with Rock as the ref and Triple H retweeted this guy knows what's up. They are working the pivot. We'll see. We'll find out on Thursday. Marquan Phillips with the two. Happy birthday, Goon. Enjoy your day. Great work. Thank you, Marquan. Kalaz with a five. What if Cody ends up saying shit like I know I said not it at WrestleMania, but I never said which night at WrestleMania I won't be seeing you. OTS for life. That's the only line that is going to have uh, a, a big damper on things. Like he said it. It's going to be tough to just take that one back. Joshua Taylor with a new membership. Thank you, Joshua. Michael Bertoni, thank you for the $100 Super Chat, brother. Ferrari Frank, 82 with a 999. Happy birthday, bro. HBK is the GOAT. I'm not going to argue with you there, Ferrari. Dom Wapo with a 199. Happy birthday, JD. Love you and the OTS family. Thank you, Dom Wapo. Tommy with a 5. Happy birthday. What the fuck are you drinking? Enjoy your day, buddy. Thank you, Tommy. James Gender with a five. Happy freaking birthday, JD. Thank you for all that you do. Are you going to watch Elimination Chamber live at 4.30 a.m. Eastern? Yes, I am. I'll sleep the rest of the day. Poppy Sensei with a $5 Super Chat. Happy birthday, JD. It's an honor to have been a VIP in the OTS venue for three months. You are the best host around. Next drink is on me, brother. Cheers. Thank you, Poppy Sensei. 
Noah. Well, the 499. JD, happy birthday. You helped me through a lot. My dad passed away. Bright passed away. Who is my favorite? My dog died on Christmas Eve. Now Rock ruining WrestleMania 40. No, I'm sorry to hear all that stuff, man. We're here for you, man. OTS is a family. I'm glad that you are here with us, man. JB Comrade with a 299. Happy 20th birthday, JD. Cheers to another year of life. Thank you, JB. Phil with a 1999. Rollins versus Rhodes at WrestleMania 40 is not confirmed by any means. I think we're actually changing their minds. Just like with the Daniel Bryan yes move from WrestleMania 30. Cody's chance to finish his story is still on for WrestleMania. It is absolutely still on. Butterscotch, 25 with a four-month membership. Happy birthday, JD. Your comedic style podcasting and your long-term booking thought process makes OTS the best show in the IWC. OTS for life, brother. Thank you, Butterscotch. And thank you, Phil. Jake Shepsky with a 499. I think the U.S. title will probably be in the chamber. Also, what do you see KO and Orton doing at Mania? I have no idea. No idea. Charles Wright with a 19 months. Happy birthday, JD. Been listening to you for over four years now. Thank you for all you do, man. Hashtag we want JD. Thank you, Charles. 20-minute promo with the 12 months. Triple H shared an interesting post from George Kittle about Rock as the special guest ref for Roman and Cody. Is he fucking with us? Why even put that out? Again, man, I'm not paying attention to this shit. I don't care. I'm, I'm genuinely exhausted. Genuinely. Wrestling Bay Bay with a five. JD, I'm so glad I watched you. Raw almost put me to sleep. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, Wrestling Bay Bay with scripts. Furious Nation with 24, uh, 28 months. Thank you, Nation. What's up, JD? Happy birthday, bro. 28 months strong, man. Also, screw Disco Inferno and his terrible takes. I, I don't... He still has a podcast. It's great. Hashtag we want Cody. Hashtag Rocky sucks. Hashtag OTS for life. Thank you, Nation. Jake Shepsky with the 199. CM Punk for commentary rumors. I'm all for it. I would not put him on Monday Night Raw. That's the problem. I put him on Smack. Put him on NXT. Put him on NXT commentary. I would actually watch NXT if CM Punk was on commentary. Oz Zane with the 199. How would you book Andrade for this year's WrestleMania? Well, he needs to make his way to TV first. I don't know. Jake White with a five. Not going to lie. Just found your channel last week. Been binge watching since. Great stuff. Hashtag long live Gunther. Jake, if there's one thing you know about me, brother, we love Gunther over here. We're big time Gunther marks over here. And I love it. Thank you for the energy, man. You're going to enjoy your stay here. I promise you. Tony Brown with a 499. Happy 42nd birthday, young JD. You the man. Tony, I appreciate you, brother. 
Nate the Spider Hunter TV. The guy from Fortnite vs. Aquaman or Aquaman vs. Ken from Barbie. I don't care who. I just want a good main event. Happy birthday, JD. I made a spider cake. You couldn't pay me to watch Barbie and that propaganda, propaganda bullshit. Fuck that garbage. Grown men watching Barbie? Really? Not my cup of tea, bro. If that's you, God bless. Don Parker with a $10 super chat. Great show as always, JD. Yes, WWE should pivot. I feel very bad for Triple H. We want Cody. OTS and TNT for life. And Phil with a 499. By the way, happy birthday, JD. I remember the first podcast I watched of yours, which was, in fact, WrestleMania 30. Thank you for all you do. Uh, Phil, thank you, brother. As always, man. OTS for life, he says. Barbie was fun as hell. That's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all on you guys, man. I, you couldn't fucking pay me to watch that garbage. Garbage. Anyway, guys, speaking of garbage, we'll find out how garbage of a creative decision this really is on Thursday. And you know what? I have a feeling that tomorrow night, when Drew and I are live for Tuesday Night Titans, that it's going to be the most viewed show in the history of the channel. Well, the most viewed show in the history of the show on this channel. Wait till we get into it, man. I think we're going to agree more than disagree, but we'll figure it out. Guys, I appreciate you joining me on this great Monday night. Hopefully, I made sense of everything for you. Hopefully, I spoke some sense on this Rock and Cody shoot that WWE now wants you to think is a work, but it's not. The Rock shot. The Rock missed. And now they need to fix their mistake. That is not a work. We're not being worked. They're turning their mistake into a work. There's a big difference. Anyway, guys, follow me on social media, at JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Continue to hit that thumbs up. 2,000 likes is the goal. Go check out all the other content on the channel. And make sure you guys go check out all the rock stuff. If you guys want to get caught up on it. Tons of it. And Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. You're not being worked. Stop it. You're not being worked. Don't insult my intelligence. And BlueChew.com. Code JD at checkout. $5 shipping and handling is all that is required of you. Guys, tomorrow, Drew and I, TNT, Tuesday Night Titans. We'll see you tomorrow night live on Off The Script.